All right, Vocal Fam, here we are. Sarah, how are we doing? Hello, good. Uh, Vocal Fam, we are here with part five with uh, Carol Blankenship and Alan Henderson uh, to to wrap out our spring series, Now You're a Voice Teacher, part five. Now that you're a voice teacher, you should join Nat. So we're going to be talking about our wonderful partner organization here today. But before we do, let me roll the theme song. You're listening to the Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture. Coming to you from the third formant, everyone's favorite buzzsaw. All right. Welcome, everybody. Alan, Carol, thank you for being here. Say hi, everybody. Hi. Thank you for having us. All right, um, Vocal Fam, um, we'll let Carol introduce herself in a second. Obviously, if you don't know Alan Henderson by, by this point, uh, I don't know. I, I'm surprised you're listening to this podcast. Um, so, uh, uh, but, you know, I, I, honestly, anecdotally, Alan, I'm kind of glad that you and I are doing this and not talking about COVID or anything to do with uh, <laughs> It's 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 actually refreshing to be talking about like singing and singing teaching and like things yeah. of this nature. Um, so anyway, a vocal fam. Obviously, we're here for part five. We've been talking about you know so many of our colleagues worldwide have started teaching voice during the pandemic. So many people have you know sort of either hopped on with online studios or opened their own private studios or they're considering going back to school or one manifestation of or considering a performing artist coming into the academy, whatever. We have many manifestations of this. You can go back and hit hit up our back catalog. Um, part one with Kari and Shannon, now our all-time most downloaded episode ever because um, those two individuals are awesome. Fabulous. Um, and then that was just your basic setup for the series. Um, now you're a voice teacher. What do I do now? And then you can go back and listen to John Nix and Lorraine Sims um, about entering the academy, either as a graduate assistant or as a professor. Then you can hit uh, Lee Usselton and Rebecca Piper about owning your own private studio. It was a great episode. Uh, and then you can hit um, Ian Howell and Yvonne Redman about the performing artist transitioning into the into either the academy or just voice teaching in general. But also, there's just great tidbits of wisdom for voice teachers on all of these Period. episodes. Um, it's been it's, life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's been really good. It's been really good stuff. So anyway, today we are thrilled to have Alan and Carol with us. And obviously, look. The bottom line is, now you're a voice teacher, you need to join Nats. But what we want to do is we want to provide you all some actual information, maybe that you don't know, because Nats is so much more than the student auditions. <laughs> and this last year has never been a better time to be a member of Nats than how we've been able to serve the community this last 12, 14 months. Okay. So anyway, before we dive, before we dive into that, Carol, so that the vocal fam knows who you are, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became now the president, current president of the National Association of Teachers of Singing? Sure. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's really nice to be here with you guys. Our um, pleasure. I'm Carol Blankenship. I am a, a sort of a native Memphian, as we say in Memphis, Tennessee, as I just learned that Sarah is also. I'm so excited to know that. 
Um, and I teach at Rhodes College, a small liberal arts college here in the middle of the city. And I've been a voice teacher here. I do uh, our scenes program, coordinated the voice division for years, and now I'm chair of the music and theater department. Um, as far as Nats goes, I served as president of the Memphis chapter for years and uh, saw Alan one time and Alan said, I said, Alan, what do you need? And he roped me into being the <laughs> conference volunteer coordinator in Nashville. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was, that was a beast. Uh, and I did that for three conferences. So I'm sort of herding students around and volunteer members around for a, this massive conference. This, if you've been to the national conference, it's pretty unbelievable. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, I did that three times. I think it's sort of, I've sort of lost uh, exactly what that was. Um, and then I was asked to coordinate NATSA. So the VP of NATSA. And that uh, national office became the VP of auditions at the time I got asked to do it. So I was uh, coordinating wonderful people like Dan Johnson Wilmot to help us with the national student auditions. And uh, then I was coordinating NATSA and our national music theater competition. So all that was going on. I did that for two terms. And then I was asked to be president elect in 2017 and now I'm honored to be serving as president. It's really quite a time. I will say that I inherited a fantastic new strategic plan from Karen Brunson, Linda Snyder. They've done amazing work on the strategic plan. I was, I actually was part of, I got to help write that plan because I was president elect at the time. Um, that may sound really boring, but it's not. Um, it's quite exciting. It's a great document. Uh, we are, and we're working through all the elements of that right now where we are reviewing our programs and processes. That sounds boring too. <laughs> it's not really. Um, uh, part of that is our new diversity and inclusion statement and toolkit, which is super exciting and is informing everything we're doing right now um, and planning for the future. So um, that toolkit is something we've put together for all of our members and leaders so that we can have diversity and inclusion at the core of every decision and meeting and audition and initiative. So that's really um, exciting. I think pretty fabulous. We have, that's really making its way down to chapters and of course the regions have taken on the statement and are using the toolkit to inform their decisions. So um, that's, I think that's, you know, when you talk about strategic plan, you don't think about those things that cha might change an organization forever. Um, sure. Another thing that is involved in that is our fundraising. So that's gonna change the way and, and diversity and inclusion informs our fundraising. So um, it's very exciting work and it's a wonderful time to be in, leadership at Nats and in any part of Nats. Um, I'll just add that it also became president three months into a pandemic. Um, and a pandemic <laughs> that includes an association of super spreaders. That's what we are. Um, right. So we, uh, it's been quite a time. Um, the wonderful part of what we've been through on this online, in this virtual world of Nats is that we've been, um, uh, contacted by people all over the world that are coming to us saying, oh, we want to be part of that because we don't have to travel to do this anymore. Mm 
-hmm. So can we be part of your auditions? Can we be part of your uh, professional development? And it's, it's really an exciting time for us in many, many ways. And the work that Alan has done to get us through this time of, I'm sorry, we're bringing up pandemic, but you know, here we are. COVID is a big part of what we've done in the last 14 months in that. So I just have to mention that that has probably changed us forever going forward and the way we provide um, benefits to our members, which we have a lot of. You know, I mean, yeah, and and we'll get into into those things here as we go, but um, you know, I yesterday just just to mention it. So, Alan, you you did a thing yesterday. Um, just give g- give us a little bit of a overview of what you talked about yesterday, and 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 that's on Nat's YouTube. Yes. Yes. Okay. Is. So so tell us a little bit about what you did yesterday. Sure, but I mean, first, it seems like we're not warmed up very well. Do we want to do some five note? <laughs> No five note lift drills. We start. No. Apparently no. that's <laughs> every episode. I just had to bring it up. I just had to oh my love gosh. It. Yes, that's right, Vocal Fam. We need to do some <laughs> five note lip trills uh right now. Um just anyway. so that it's an appropriate voice lesson. Yeah. I know I do. So, I need that. Uh anyway. Yeah. Uh you know, we've been getting just bombarded with questions. You know, people are uh you know, finally, at least in the United States. Uh, in many parts of the United States, I shouldn't say everywhere, but uh, in a lot of places, vaccines are picking up. People are, you know, trying to find ways back to teaching face-to-face, to rehearsing and doing some other things and saying, you know, what can we do? Where are we all? And so I, I put together the, uh, the pr- presentation yesterday based on the data that we have. And it's on our YouTube channel, which is YouTube slash official Nats. And uh, you can go through that. Uh, you know, I talk about the latest data we have, uh, some options for us. And I think it's really important that um, all of us take a look and take some time for self-reflection. And that's really what I start out the, the podcast. So, uh, or the session with um, is, helping us reflect a little bit, not only on this time, but understanding that being isolated for, you know, 12 to 15 months, as many of us have been, uh, changes our psyche. It changes how we feel about a whole lot of things. And this kind of reentry process is going to take a lot of different twists and turns for all of us. Some of us are like, can't wait. And others of us, you know, are like, wait, I'm not sure I'm ready for this yet, you know, to reenter society. So, uh, you know, I think, I hope that um, that helps people. It helps people kind of, it asks some questions, uh, ask you to think about some questions uh, and and really guides people to uh, make, make plans and make multiple plans for how they, whether they're an independent studio teacher, how they're going to get back to that sense of studio, regular studio teaching. Uh, and also then, of course, those of us who are in the academy, uh, you know, figuring out how we can advocate, how we can still stay safe and how we move back to uh, our post-pandemic mode, whatever that might be for us. Uh, and so it, it uh, I, I'm really excited that we've had some data come out that's really supported uh, you know, been answering some of the questions in the last couple of weeks about, uh, you know, whether if we're fully vaccinated, can we carry the virus? And also, you know, are vaccines 
effective against the variants. And, you know, we're getting positive responses from the early data on those questions. And those are two questions we've really been waiting to hear right. about so that we can begin to, to make plans. Yeah. Yeah, ab absolutely. And I mean, you know, so it's all good. It's all good things that we need to be, you know, that we need to be considering. I mean, it's, it's just, that's, that's the, you know, it's, I think, I think Alan, I saw you post this somewhere. I don't remember. It might've been someone else. Forgive me. I think it was you that, you know, like shutting down was one thing. Reentry is another, like shutting, we can just shut everything down. Like, and it can happen pretty yeah. fast. Reentry is going to be different for different people and different folks. Mm -hmm. And like one of the things, you know, that I'm, you know, that I'm still, I know we're not going to talk about that. This was not to talk about all this stuff, but, <laughs> but look, this is the world we're in, um, yeah. you know, like, like, you know, for us, Mandy and I are fully vaccinated as of today. Like this was our two week, two week window of our second dose right, right now today. And uh, my wife and I, vocal fam, I think you know who I'm talking about. Um, uh, and, um, you know, we're still being pretty cautious solely because we have a diabetic son and, and, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I'm hoping that CDC gives emergency approval for Pfizer for 12 to 16 year olds, because my son will be 12 in, in September, which means that he can be vaccinated when right around the start of the school year. And that will make me feel a lot better, um, just about our family and about just, you know everything um so anyway yeah i mean it, it was good i was glad i was glad that i know people have been asking questions yeah um and let's face it vocal fam i mean uh we all owe our, our fearless leader here a great deal of thanks for everything that he's done in the last uh 14 15 months i mean you're here you know look i i said to you know and i've been thankful that you know he invited me to be a part of that and we've done things and, and you know and look I said to a whole bunch of people in the, the, in the first week of March, when everything was shutting down in 2020, I said, look, whether you're in a position of leadership or not, leaders are going to lead through this thing. And that's just what it's going to be because it's just the, it's just how we function. And, um, I'm, I'm very grateful that, that Nats, um, has, has done a great job at, at providing science-based evidence-based information. Um, and you know, I even remember Dr. Vulcans on the podcast saying, you know, look, not all of us are as risk averse as others. And that's going to mm. make a difference for some people is how risk averse actually are you? Um, you know, he was like some people, this was in October, but he's like, some people are still wearing gloves to the grocery store or, mm. you know, like, I mean, <laughs> anyway, so anyway, that's enough about COVID. Um, but Let's say that our our new voice teachers, let's say that we have some new voice teachers listening to this. And when they think of Nats, maybe they were a maybe they were a student, maybe they sang some Nats auditions, mm -hmm. you know, a couple of times or something. And or maybe they even studied with a teacher who was like, Hey, no, we don't do Nats. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. Um what but now they're teaching voice. Obviously, I think most of us know that Nats does student auditions. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Great. We we got that part. What are some things right off the top of your heads that Nats also does to help voice teachers? It could be professional development. It could be providing resources. What are some things that people need to know about? What, what, what do you want? What do we want to highlight? I mean, because I well, know things. But what do you I would. I will start with saying there's so much, but um, I would send them to our website and say, start trolling around that website because you won't believe what's all there. I mean, it's just a huge list. 
Um, I would also send them to the YouTube channel that is new, but not so new, but it's full of recent, very recent information and very helpful. All the Nats chats are there. So if you haven't been to Nats chat, you need to start listening to those. Those are amazing. And they're good for all teachers of all types of, uh, and, and uh, all types of voice professionals. Um, I would say um, that the Journal of Singing is something you need to access, even if you think, oh, that's just for voice science. It's not. It's voice science that you need to know, and it's a lot of other wonderful things. Uh, and it, uh, it, you can find uh, art short, uh, inspiring messages there, or you can find lengthy, detailed uh science articles so or or articles about independent studios or it's mm. amazing so the journal of singing you need to know that that's for everyone it's not for a certain group of nats members so it's not just would, for academic voice correct. teachers or something like that correct it's for everyone so i think that's probably something that people don't may not know um i would send people to the live learning center um the live learning center has free content and these are sessions from recent workshops and conferences that are fantastic. Um, oh gosh, you know, I was thinking I could just tell you some of those um, because there it's it's kind of amazing. The broad you know, think, the, thinking about those, like mm -hmm. so if I if I become a member of Nats, do I have access to all the back catalog of Journal of Singing before we yeah. really? You write? do. Mm -hmm. We yes. you can. Uh, we have everything digitized and. Uh, you can search it. There's a search feature on there and you can search for topics or articles. So or, as long as I'm a member, I'm not going to get paywalled on accessing. That's your right. Correct. The Live Learning Center has some content that is paywalled, but members have a discount to that yeah. and non-members have, you know, a different, different level of access. And we occasionally, you know, uh, put out a uh, one out for free for a month, you know, just to uh, encourage people to explore it more. Uh, but you know that content is very rich because it goes very rich way back you know over over 10 years of conference and workshop presentations so it's it's likely that you know if you're doing a research topic for a class or you're looking to supplement some uh, course materials or you're just looking for something that might really apply to uh, one of your friends who's starting a studio uh, there's chances are there's you know some great past content from some of our conferences or workshops that you can tap into for really a little bit of you know ten dollars maybe. Yeah. So there's a lot there that's already offered for free. Pretty great uh, cross training classical singers, singing the Americans Great American Songbook, um, uh, collaborative pianist sessions with Margot Garrett. I mean it's just you know it's quality, mindfulness, uh, Lynn Helding doing cognitive, you know, work. Uh, it's just, it, it goes on and on. Uh, repertoire, especially diverse repertoire, right? That we wouldn't necessarily know from what we learned from our teachers. Um, it just, it's, a, it's really rich and there's a lot there. And like uh, Alan said, you can find other things and pay a little bit that you can, you know, share with your information with your students it's or students Absolutely. can get into that it's really really amazing and i don't think people always think of it that that live learning center is there and available to them 
Um, and then it's kind of like going to a workshop. If you can't get to a workshop, these things are there. You know, if you can't get to a conference, which as you may know, there are, you know, 50 things that happen in a conference, you know, 50 sessions. It's pretty amazing that mm -hmm. we can offer some of that then after the fact. Um, yeah. Anybody and that's it, you know, actually, well, on that point about the Live Learning Center, you know, it really reflects something that was kind of a a positive. Again, you know, everything with COVID has been about like the negative and the positive. And like one of the positives with Nashville, Nashville, Knoxville, oh my Knoxville. gosh, you know, those towns, um, uh, with the virtual conference last summer was that, you know, if they attended, they had all the time to go back and look at sessions after the fact and learn at their own, you know, and absorb at their own pace. And the learning center is actually that all the time, right? I mean, all that's the right. It's there all the time. Yeah. yeah. And it's great it's to go back and refresh. You know, I saw this, I saw yeah. this hour and a half session. I, I think I need to see that again, you know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, you know, I think uh, when, as before we got to this topic really uh, and wrapping up our talk about COVID is that really, and you, then you talk about the conference last summer that we did virtually um, all those things together really speak about um, the sense of community that's been built within Nats over many years and just the uh, sense that um, we have a, an opportunity to network with one another and that the power of that collaboration and that network yes. is important yes. and it was never more important than uh than during the pandemic 100 we had a, a strong network of colleagues and individuals that we could tap into for a variety of of levels of expertise and we we not only have great practitioners within our profession, but we have some great researchers who can mm -hmm. jump on things, you know, quickly and their minds work uh, in all kinds of different ways. And they can really uh, pounce on a problem and bring multiple solutions to our community. Absolutely. And that's really been the power and, you know, it's always been there and, and you know, we can think about the, the ways that we over time kind of tend, I guess, the garden, I guess you could say tend the garden of gnats and, and the community and the networking. And, um, and we've done that over the years in many ways, maybe not so obvious to people, mm -hmm. but it becomes extremely obvious when things uh, like what have happened over the past year. Uh, happen in our lives and in our communities. And that's when, you know, the power and the value suddenly um, becomes real to so many people. And I've heard some, you know, from so many people over the last 15 months, how, you know, how valuable Nats is. And it wasn't that it wasn't valuable to them before. Um, but, you know, they just suddenly it became so real to them um, that they relied more than they ever thought they did on the community that Nats, Nats is and the organization it is. Um, and our ability over the uh, even, you know, longer than a decade and even longer than that of, of creating partnerships with our sibling organizations like yeah. ACDA and Chorus America and uh, Performing Arts Medicine Association and Opera America and some of these other organizations that support our industry um allowed us you know 
to really come together and speak with one voice during this time. We can all imagine what it would have been like had, you know, everybody had their own way of interpreting what was going on and, you know, the choral group speaking to the choral directors and, you know, and the voice group speaking to the voice teachers and the opera group speaking to the opera people. And so, you know, our ability to do that was really crucial. Absolutely. Uh, to come together on that. You're and kind I, of describing I, something like as if it would have been that the federal government just told states to do whatever they want. In the <laughs> go back, go back, go back on top. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, we've been a good antidote to that, for sure, <laughs> within our uh, own spheres. Anyway, uh, um, if I could just respond to that part of, uh, of what you were just saying, I mean, two, two thoughts that I have about, about that. The first is I think that, you know, when we go to about about networking and about the community that we have when it's so great when we are obviously and when we will be able to be all together again and in you know in chicago and and whatever or even when we're or even when we're doing our region or or chapter con conferences you know when when those can happen back again together and and, and this kind of thing um because i do i do think there are those dynamics that are just so wonderful there um but also but but this year it's really kind of been wonderful because, I mean, I don't know. I, I, like, I, I feel like some of us got to maybe spend more time with each other on, on Zoom than uh, than we normally would in a given calendar year. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, um, so again, it's like the it's like the it's like the flip sides of, of everything about the situation, um, because it your circle. Yeah, well, I mean, gosh, Sarah, just look at all the great people that we spent time with this year. Well, I was going to say from someone who is still fairly new to teaching, I mean, you do get to meet so many more voice teachers that have been teaching for years than you would. Like, otherwise, <laughs> my personal circle would have literally just been the people I was at school with, like my professors. Instead, I got to I get to meet and speak with people who have been teaching for years that I never would have met outside of my little sphere, but also meeting other new teachers, other private yeah. studio teach. Cause right. I think we've talked before about how being sort of in a private studio or outside of kind of academia, it's easy to feel kind of isolated. You don't have that water cooler chat usually, but Nat's period. And especially this past year, it's been, you know, just pull out my phone and all of a sudden I'm, can see what all of these other people are saying around the country and another this is kind of jumping back to the live learning center if you're a new teacher you probably haven't gone to any conferences because you right. reached that point or if you have it's very much been from a student perspective of oh my gosh my song is in 30 minutes do i know the word you know what i mean like your focus is a little different like you're there competing yeah yeah, yeah and that's very, a different experience it's very different and so to it, it doesn't even occur or if it did maybe your audition meant that you didn't get to go to the master class that was happening or the presentation right. that was happening that's right because again your focus is different so you can go back and be like oh yeah these are things i would have loved to see at that time it's not just a lost opportunity so that's anyway, right. it's my two cents. Yeah, I think that's really important, uh, you know, to know that all those resources are there. And, and you know, the idea about the Live Learning Center, I think, is so important is that, you know, you a lot of those people that are on there, they're at almost every conference we have. So, you know, you hear them speak and then 
you can go to the next event. You, you can be sure I, I want to meet that person. I want to talk to that person mm-hmm. about this that I heard them say or that. I want to yeah. understand that better. And they and will. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a great opportunity to, to get to know people. Um, and you know, next, next summer, not this summer, but <laughs> next summer when we have our, uh, we return to be able to gather together in Chicago uh, you know, I'm really excited about the opportunities we, we have to just celebrate being together. Just so I, happens that we'll have fireworks built into the week. Yeah, uh, July 2nd uh, through 6th, yeah, local fam. Yeah. July 2 through 6th. Yeah. But, you know, I was thinking about that, too. Can I just say, like, I was thinking about that and, like, I don't know, like, the the presuming we're able to have, like, a traditional opening ceremony, like, I, I don't know, like, the, the mass singing of, 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 of the Schubert it, 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 that's going to be kind of an emotional thing. It uh, is yeah. already. We'll fo- it always I think is. we'll follow that up with really. we are family. Yeah. <laughs> Just go right into that. Something. Um, Some, like, or something. Right? That'll be kind of a, a yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, it, anyway, I, anyway, um, so, wh- let's talk about professional development. L- l- you know, so what are some of the opportunities? I'm a voice teacher. I'm a new voice teacher. I'm a, maybe I'm an experienced voice teacher, but I'm new yeah. to NATS. What are some of the professional development opportunities that we, that we, that we offer? Well, I would begin that if I had to do it in elevator speech, I would begin with the intern program. Yeah. Um, it's the premier program. It's, uh, you know, selective and small for new ish voice teachers. Um, these are folks who've taught, the equivalent of five years full-time, right? So uh, we take in 12 a year, is that right? 12 Alan? singer, 12 voice teachers and four collaborative pianists. Four collaborative, collaborative pianists. And, uh, you know, they work with master teachers for several days. It's very uh, sustained and sustained and intense, right? So that's a, that's quite an, uh, fantastic, I mean, what a great opportunity with these master teachers. Uh, we're doing two of those this summer because we missed last summer. Uh, but I think what people don't know, if they don't get chosen for that, or if they don't, can't, can't be away for 10 days uh, in the summer to do that, we have other mentoring opportunities that I don't think people know about. Um, and they are there are three very specific ones. The NATS National Mentoring Collaborative is something that you can uh, pay to be a part of. It's not very expensive. And uh, you get to choose your mentor teacher. And if you go to the website, the list of mentor teachers is amazing. So I would suggest go to look at that and see if that's something you want to be part of. And it's always been a virtual, always, right? It's only been going like three years, but um, it's a wonderful, you know, you send your uh, videos of you teaching to the master teacher. You get two long sessions with that master teacher. Then you also meet with a cohort of other mentees. So that's a a fantastic experience that not many people take advantage of. And it's highly organized and just very well done. So I would encourage people to look into that. The other- It's great. Yeah. It's it's, great. As as one of the mentor teachers, it's it's a very inexpensive, awesome opportunity. Um, so vocal fam, if you ever wanted to just get some teaching advice from any of the great people on that list, um, it's a very inexpensive opportunity for members. Um, and, uh, so anyway, I highly, highly highly recommend it. Then the other two opportunities happen during uh, our in-person. Well, you know, they will be, 
Uh, we've done them virtually quite well. Uh, at the um, national conference, we do mentoring over coffee. And you just sign up for that when you um, sign up for the conference. It's one of the options that you have. And that yes. is one of my favorite additions that yeah. we added in Vegas because yeah. if even if you're, you know, maybe an experienced voice teacher or something, coming to the national conference for the first time can be overwhelming because it yeah. it's a lot going on. And just knowing that, hey, I'm gonna have this hour to talk to somebody over coffee and like find out like like what what's the what's the what's the, you know, skinny on whatever. I mean, let me tell you, um it's it's that that I thought that was a great addition. Great. Yeah. Really, really fantastic. And the other opportunity is the mentor teaching experience teacher experience at the national workshop. So that will happen this summer virtually. And Nick is on is one of the four um, mentored uh, mentors. So that's a fantastic thing. It's just a little extra fee when you sign up for that workshop. And that's going to course happen virtually and what i just think the, those are title, fantastic what's the title of the workshop this summer um alan let me lighting guess. the spark yes lighting. diverse <laughs> repertoire diverse so, repertoires like it. Uh, you know it's it's a really great opportunity um, for those who are looking to expand not only maybe their own uh understanding of repertoire but also you know elements uh, of repertoire that they might use and sign to students obviously we're you know, we're all, many of us for years, we've been, you know, looking for new music, looking, we have our own, uh, you know, opportunities to kind of find new things, but uh, we certainly have a uh, renewed emphasis on diverse musics yeah. and, uh, and re representing uh, the whole sphere of comp uh, composers and types of music that we should expose our students to and ensure that they have a uh, com a more complete understanding of, you know, culturally and uh, uh, and artistically what's available to them, not yeah. only as a performer, but as a teacher as well. So we're exploring, uh, you know, Brazilian song, we're exploring uh, BIPOC composers, exploring uh, Black composers in music theater, I believe, or the Great American Songbook, uh, yeah. and, and a whole host of kind of interesting uh, niche topics, you know, in repertoire. So I think it'll be uh, really exciting. Uh, it's a great presenter lineup. It's yeah. a great it lineup. It's very great, exciting. Great lineup. So I highly recommend it, Vocal Fam. Um, if you have, what are, what are the dates of that? That's uh, July eighth through July. the tenth. July eighth through tenth. Uh, there's a early registration deadline next week, I believe, May first. So if you want to okay. get a discount, go ahead and register. Yeah. So if you're thinking about that. Oh, that, that's, that's, that's a good, that's a quality price right there. hundred for, you know, I mean, you know, cause do, doing some of these virtual workshops has been another uh, great thing for many of us. Cause yeah. we haven't had to travel. Um, yeah. Not that I don't miss maybe going ahead and doing one of these in person again, but, right. um, but Hey, listen, vocal fam, that's a great opportunity. Hop on the summer workshop, one ninety nine. I mean, you can't beat yeah. that under 200 bucks. Um, probably, I don't know, there's probably some tax involved or something. I don't know. No, no tax involved. Okay, great. Perfect. <laughs> That's the early bird fee. That's the early bird, which yeah, expires this after, week after or, that... or, or May 1st expires May 1st. So coming up. Yeah. What yeah. is it after that, Alan? I think it's $50 more after okay. that. So, so great opportunity. Um, yeah, I will say going back to the intern program for a second, <laughs> 
everyone who I know who it's well, two things. One, it's one of the great regrets of my life that I didn't do it. And not now I've been teaching way too long. Um, but two, um, everyone who I know who has done it, um, says it's just a great transformative, absolutely wonderful experience. Um, so, Highly recommended if you're a new-ish yes. teacher, uh, particularly if you've gotten a new academic gig and you're new to that kind of teaching and basically new to teaching, apply for that program, folks. Mm -hmm. That That is um, right. just, it's, uh, you know, yeah. it's a highly, it is a highly selective program, but, you know, I would say, um, you know, if you think it's something you're interested in and you're early in your career, you know, apply early in your career. Don't wait till like, the fifth year to do it <laughs> right uh, because and and we do have people who you know applied two or three times before they got yeah. selected um yeah. so you know don't give up uh right. you know i encourage you that it is you know uh competitive like a lot of things in our industry we we have about 60 applications you know for 16 okay. slots every year so um you know it, it is a highly high an in-demand aspect of what you know what we do with professional development and it is the you know the most involved and the most concentrated uh and we invest a lot of you know funds into that program as well yeah and we'd love to expand it i mean we expanded to collaborative pianists a number of years ago and that's been really rewarding uh and so you know uh, we hope to continue you know to expand that we look for the day when you know we might get funding to have two intern programs or right. uh, a mid-career intern program or some, oh. some other, you know, kind of options that are uh, available to our members uh, so that we can, we can do that. I was, you know, I was an intern uh, way back uh, early in the intern program. A couple history, years ago. It's just a few years ago. Uh, and it was that transformative experience for me, mm. for sure. And uh then I've had the, uh, the opportunity to be a master teacher and to host it as well. And I happen to be hosting it this hosting summer. Hosting this summer. Uh, <laughs> you have both programs at Georgia Southern. And so yeah. we're excited to be able to, to welcome everybody to uh, South Georgia uh, before it gets too hot. It's in late May and early June. So yeah. And, and lots of great vocal fam part of it. Kari Reagan is one of the master teachers that for one of the sessions. I don't know which it is. Um, and, uh, of course, our, our dear friend, Dr. Glasner, is honored to be one of the uh, attendees. An interns. Yes. An intern uh, this summer. So yes, We have a great class. Uh, two, yeah. two great classes great of interns. Classes. And, uh, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to spending 10 days with people like Kari. And, you know, I, I can't think of... Well, I've never been in a place for 10 days with, you know, with Kari or, you know, right, it's usually right. been conference three days, you know, and yeah. we see each other two or three times. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, and and so, you know, it's going to be great to spend some time with some of these folks. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, you know, I think uh, another aspect of of what nats offers from a you know from a, not just a mentoring standpoint but uh, the networking aspect too is just mm -hmm. our our chapter network and region network uh and i think uh one of the things i like to talk about about chapters is that you know chapters uh kind of have a life span and they change over time yeah. and uh we have we have chapters that 
have very balanced membership and very balanced program. And we have chapters that uh, are very large and some that are very small. And we have ones that over time have kind of gravitated to leaning more toward private studio teachers or leaning more toward the academic side. Uh, and some of the work I'm trying to do with our chapters right now is to make sure that, uh, you know, that, that they have a, uh, a lifespan that is balanced and that, uh, that our leaders in chapters understand that regardless of their leaning, once they become a leader in a chapter, they're responsible for, you know, meeting the needs of, of all the people that are in the chapter and trying to come up with programming and new ideas and new initiatives in their chapters that can serve everybody at some point, you know, in their chapter and that they offer opportunities. They're great opportunities for, uh, for, for getting in the door and leadership Mm -hmm. uh, and understanding what it begins to be like, uh, you know, what, it, what you need to do to be a leader within that. Um, being a leader at a, at a chapter is, uh, you know, can be very challenging, but it can also be very rewarding and a great opportunity for you to kind of use your skills in a different way uh, and, and find a place within that structure, a leadership structure, a chapter where you can really dig in and get involved and uh, and some of your creative ideas that you know you may not be able to implement in your own studio uh, but you you have this idea and you start talking to your members in your chapter and they get excited about it and so all of a sudden you know you've got you know some workshop developed that is turns out to be a really great event for your chapter and uh, you know we've had some good chat uh, some great work that chapters have done during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's been great to see interesting things pop up on Facebook pages for some of the chapters about that, you know, they're having this YouTube event, they're having this online event, and they're inviting, you know, everybody to come, everybody. not just their chapter. World. Um, <laughs> uh, and so that's you know been great. We've had some chapters like the Boston chapter that just did a wonderful um, shout out to Kayla. Yeah, shout out to Kayla uh, and a really wonderful uh, event. Um, I've lost the the, not, the title of it. Uh, Table for more. That's yes. the title of it that they did last spring uh, around diversity and inclusion. Uh, it was really great. It's up on their website still, and it's free and available for everybody to watch those sessions. And I think they're really valuable uh, and bring some great perspective to. Uh, the work that we're doing and it's been great to see some chapters other chapters as well around the country kind of uh, take the diversity and inclusion toolkit that we introduced last spring and uh, and really take it to heart and look at how they can take that and the elements of that and localize it and apply it to their community and what can you know what kind of impact can they have in their chapter in you know, in their sphere of influence. Uh, and so they're doing some great work and, and we have many chapters that are doing great work. And that's just a couple of examples of that. Uh, but, you know, really the, I always feel like the strength of Nats is in that, in that network. Uh, it's where people really get involved and get engaged uh, on a more than kind of a, you know, going to a conference basis or a workshop basis. 
Uh, it's where they get to know people. It's where they develop friendships. It's where Carol and I got to know one another in the okay. Tennessee chapter many moons ago. Uh, and, you know, and got to be friends and professional colleagues. And, uh, and that's where, you know, my depth of commitment to Nats was, was fostered was really in absolutely joining a chapter as a young, absolutely um, a young member and getting to know immediately a certain subset of mature and, uh, you know, strong uh, members who have been teaching for many years and, uh, and they mentored me, you know, uh, long before we had mentoring programs, right. they were out there mentoring and, and all of us, you know, who are of a certain age have, have had plenty of mentoring in our lives. It just hasn't been as organized as some of the things we have uh, to offer our members now. Um, and, you know, I started teaching and I was in the Texoma region. So, you know, I would go to uh, the, the Texoma region and take my little students from my school, you know, I worked real hard with student auditions, you know, and I sit there and James McKinney would be judging them, you know, and their student auditions, you know, uh, so, you know, and people like that, you know, and, uh, yep. uh, and Vogel so fam, that, that's the guy who wrote the book, remember yeah. the book yeah. diagnosis and correction. Okay. Oh, that's right. And he's a past president of that past president of Nats. um, long departed from us, but still influential yeah. and, uh, a really great, human being. Uh, and, you know, so it, it's, it's opportunities like that, um, that if you take, take your opportunity to kind of introduce yourself, don't be shy, uh, and, and just be in, get in there and get in the mix. And even if you don't think you know anything, sit there and listen to all of these conversations. I think I've said this on your podcast before, but, you know, there's nothing more humbling than to sit in a, four-person coffee with Ken Bozeman and Ian Howell and, you know, and any number of uh, other fourth person and just sit there and uh, try to understand some of the things we're talking about, you know, about the fourth or fifth time around that I start to get it. But, you know, that's how we all learn. And that's how we all get to, you know, know people. We get to build friendships that span time. They also you know, are so valuable um, when, when difficult times come along in our careers. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I'm fortunate in my position that people call me when they run into trouble, you know, whether it's at an academic institution or, you know, they're dealing with an ethical issue uh, in their life, in their professional lives. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate that I'm in a position where I can, you know, offer advice or connect them uh, with, yeah. you know, the right kind of person that can, can help them. And that's been really uh, one of the joyful parts. I mean, it's, it's not always great to hear the stories that are happening, yeah. but, um, but one of the re most rewarding things is that, you know, I, I've been able to connect people with, with those people that can help them through difficult times uh, in their careers and, and really put them in touch with just the right person. I mean, you know, if, if I could respond to, to what you just said, I mean, it's so much great stuff right there. I mean, you know, I, I, I do think that first going back to the chapter thing, 
I totally agree. Like, let's say maybe you were raised in a studio that didn't really support Nats mm-hmm. and for one reason or another. Maybe somebody had said something dumb on an adjudication form or some teacher just ticked you off, your teacher off, or who knows? You know, look, the world is imperfect, okay? All right, great. But listen, if you don't like an organization, this is a great organization. Get involved and try to, at the chapter level, try to change it from the inside out. Like get involved, get plugged in. You might learn why things are going the way they're going rather than the way you want them to be. And maybe you'll learn like, oh, well, okay, there's some, I I remember a certain conversation that I had early on in my Nats time, like right very early on with someone who was a Nats, going to be a Nats president at the time, very soon after that. And we had a little conversation that was a little rigorous about uh, using photocopies. And, you know, whatever. Listen, we all have perspectives and we all learn things. And, and you know, but, you know, get involved. Like, you know, be part of the organization because because it, it's worth it. it want, the, Nats wants to support you. Don't think that like Nats is out to get you. Nats wants to be here to support you. <laughs> And you will only get as much support, honestly, as you get involved, I I think. Well, I mean, you can get support, but like, listen, in response to the other thing Alan was just saying, there's no question that I owe my professional network of folks to Nats. Um, And, you know, I mean, I think so many of us would say that. And just what Alan was talking about, look, Vocal Fam, I mean, we've talked about this in the podcast before. When I was terminated and and given a a one-year contract, my reference list and my support system through that year where I was searching for a new job all those many years ago was through Nats. It was through people like my reference list of John John Nix and Ken Bozeman and Scott McCoy and, you know, whoever else, you know, Don Miller, may he rest in peace. Um, you know, that they were, they were there for me at a time when I, I needed help and I needed, you know, whatever. And, uh, I, I look forward to being able to pay that back now, um, being on kind of this side of things and, and just being able to pay that back in, in, in areas of service. Um, so, so get involved folks. I mean, like get, get involved, get plugged in and network. Seriously, seriously. If you see me at a conference and you don't say hi, Please, I'll be the goofy idiot either wearing a Marvel t-shirt with his blazer or a Vocal Fry t-shirt with his blazer. And and if you don't come and say hi, I will be mad. I will I want to meet you, please. And and if you need help, please if listen, if you're an academic voice teacher and you need help, I've been through it. So please contact me. Um or if you just want help with Nats, I I I I may not know the answer, but I know Alan, so I can get you the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but seriously, vocal fam, this is, this is, this is, this is great. What else do we need to hit on? Cause we're going to run out of time. What else? Yeah. Do we you know, I, I really forgot back when we were talking about mentoring, one of the really exciting things this year in mentoring is, and you know, so many of these things we talk about, uh, that maybe newer, frankly, you know, I didn't think them all up. Some people think <laughs> I do, you know, our staff didn't always think them all up, uh, a lot of these ideas come from you, our members, you know, and right. they trickle up. They they start in a chapter. Oh, this chapter did this. Wow, that sounds great. I wonder That's if right. we could scale that to a national level or 
and and so we uh, Karen uh, last last year in her last year presidency started and appointed this art song coalition and we started talking with the art song group and all of a sudden and there's some composers in that group some others all of a sudden this enormously fabulous idea came out uh, from Lori Leitman and Tom Chapulo and said you know we really should be mentoring composer young composers and I think you know, we could put this together real fast and really do it you know and I said okay <laughs> uh, not going to turn that down uh, when two people like that come to you and, and start talking in a, in a group of 15 people, everybody's shaking their heads uh, in a positive way. And uh, so we put this composer mentoring uh, project together and, uh, and they decided the first year they wanted to put a, uh, a preference for black composers. Um, we put out a call, we chose 10 uh, young black composers They've been working this entire year with a composer mentor, you know, people like Jake Heggie, uh, Anthony Davis are on that you know, list, you know, just they wrote some, some you know. good pieces. You know, yeah. Second, second rate composers. Um, <laughs> you know, and uh, I mean, Dead and Man they've been Walking's working a opera. with them this whole year. They've been working with them this whole year and they've, um, they've been writing and, through our partnership with the Cincinnati Song Initiative on May 16th, uh, the final concert of the Cincinnati Song Initiative season is a concert of works, of the new works of these 10 mentees. Uh, mentees. Fantastic. And so I hope everybody will put that on their calendar and, and be there. Will that be live start. streamed? It'll be live streamed and it'll be available after that as well. Great. Uh, but we're going to really be promoting it over the next few weeks. Great. I'm really excited about the culmination of that project and, and the continuation of it, you know. Yes. Um, but I think, you know, just the aspects of ways that we're able to grow programs um, that start uh, – one of the one of the things we're able to do in Nats is we're able to seed things over multiple years. We we be, you know we we evaluate, we look at ideas, we chew on them a while. Sometimes uh, people think too long, uh, but we really want to make sure that something we put out in the public is something that can be sustainable and can can grow and that we can build support for. And so um, you know we we have the ability within the Nats organization to, to help projects along uh, yeah. like this that we think can have a really great impact over time. And, and that's just one example of one. Um, you know, I'm excited about Nats cast that we've been doing for the last few years, We're getting ready to hopefully add a few new podcasts to the Nats cast network. Yes. Um, and we're grateful for vocal fry's participation in that. And uh, it's just a great opportunity again, to pull resources together and right. use our power of sharing the quality and 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 ensuring that uh, we bring the best quality resources to our members and to the voice community, um, and I think that's real exciting. Uh, we haven't really talked a lot about competitions and and auditions because, like you said, we, everybody knows Nats auditions. That's why I got to know Nats. You know, I was doing my Nats audition. Went to my first voice lesson in college and my teacher said, well, we do this. And I said, That's yes, right. sir. And so right. off we did. Yeah. And that was where, you know, how we started. Um, but I would just like to say con counterpoint to that. Yeah, I, I, I was I never did Nats auditions. 
Yeah. And as as a singer. But um, hey, listen. So you don't have to have done that vocal fan. No. Don't think that like there's like a requirement that you had to like get like third place junior treble. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, right. No, no, no. <laughs> And one of the beautiful things about, you know, I love about Nat's auditions and the way they've matured uh, yeah. over the years is that, you know, people respect a lot of the structure of what we do in Nat's mm -hmm. auditions. And we've really um, upped the game on training adjudicators and putting the process together and, and codifying the process around, you know, throughout the organization. We now have people coming to us and other organizations. How in the world do you do that? Yeah. Uh, can we use these resources? We have people in, in the academy who say, can we just use your adjudication form for our jury <laughs> uh, rubric? And of course you can. And, you know, lots of people do. Uh, and, and it becomes a really nice teaching tool as well. A lot of pedagogy teachers say, okay, I'm going to give you this rubric. I'm going to give you this comment form. This is what we use in that. Here's a video we're going to play. I want you all to write comments on this, and then we're going to see how you do. <laughs> you know, based on mine that I that I just wrote from doing from listening to the same singer. Um, so you know, it's a really great way to um, to just build your skill. You know, all That's those right. things are downloadable. If you're a young teacher and you want to mm -hmm. kind of figure it out, like at home, uh, you know, <laughs> how does this adjudication thing work? I wonder. I wonder if I can really do this. Just download the form, you know, don't we all look at thousands of singers on YouTube, uh, you know, go, go look at, you know, some high school singer or some college singer that has a few pieces up from who knows what audition that they forgot to take down off of YouTube um, and, and listen to them, you know, and write, start writing comments and see where, what you respond to, how can you uh, write quickly and write good comments and supportive comments supportive. constructive uh, comments growth that, mindset you know fan. that growth will mindset. yeah there we go that will uh help you be a better uh evaluator of good singing also well. it will remind you to go back and check your old youtube videos because beauty may fade but the internet <laughs> but the internet is forever yeah right and i'm really excited you know about a lot of things that are coming in the future that that people will hear about soon um yeah you know one of the things that i think that uh nats really has the opportunity to do and we're re getting ready to kind of really seize more of that is our opportunity to have systemic impact um our our ability to uh use the power of our membership and the power of our expertise collectively to uh, impact some of the things like curriculum reform in the university system relative to music degrees, particularly obviously in, in voice in the voice areas. Uh, you know, how can we be a, be a, a force to uh, for change in and for de good. decolonizing, you know, art song lit classes, uh, Ooh, doing things, you know, doing a whole lot of things, uh, you know, that our community, if we come around and rally together, can really have some systemic impact relative to things like that, right. relative to, uh, I know we've, we've talked about uh, voice pedagogy, sequencing of courses and things yes. like that before. And I know you all talked about that earlier in this series even. And, yeah. um, you know, and all the guests you've had in this, in this series have been so great. They're all Nats members and they're all you know, <laughs> engaged in, in the work 
and the things that that we're right. about and I, I'm, right. I'm so excited about that and we're also getting ready to launch um several surveys of not just our membership but the larger community singing ecosystem as a whole um where we're going to obviously get people's opinions about weathering the covid period uh, that'll be the first one that's going out but then we'll then we'll be going out with another one that's a little more broad uh and lastly one that we're planning uh which i think is gonna really hopefully be most impactful is uh more of a state of the industry kind of survey and we're going to begin developing a yeah. kind of annual or, or semi biannual um uh Kind of state of the industry reports that we can put out that kind of help us understand the singing ecosystem and all the interactions that take place yeah, to, absolutely. to make it what it is absolutely you know and i'm actually kind of hoping that maybe like this particular episode that we're doing with the president and the executive director can kind of become an annual episode hmm. maybe we do a little state of nats for vocal fry <laughs> yeah uh, that'd be great. Uh, Certainly. annually uh with uh you know carol you want to add anything to, to what alan was just saying well, it's sort of related, but I, I want to get back to the conference attending. Please. Seems like, uh, you know, for some of us, the getting to a conference seems like a big ask and a big, you know, financial um, uh, commitment. But I just want to point out that we offer awards to young teachers that gets mm. them to the conference. And they are very generous and many. Um, so the Joan Boytem Awards, for independent teachers go to 14 teachers to pay for them mm -hmm. to come to a conference. Yeah. That's incredible. I think that's amazing that absolutely um, Joan supports that. That's how important she thinks our conferences for our young teachers. And then we have the emerging leader awards. I think that goes to seven people One a year. Is that right? I think, right? yeah, we alternate, every, uh, we alternate, we alternate. That's right. That's right. And yeah. maybe more of those for this coming year, since we didn't do it that right. last year. So, um, those are wonderful also $750 each pays for whatever you need to help you get to the conference. And I, so that's emerging leader awards and Joan Boytum independent teacher awards. So look for those. And, and you could apply. apply for the voice pet award too, to go to a that's national right. conference. That's you right. could use that to go to, to the, yeah. That's right. And so. those, uh, those deadlines are in the fall. So, uh, yeah. you know, the information on those is, is, is on the website. Um, and you know, one, really important thing for the vocal fry community especially is that our deadline i know here's another deadline june 1st okay june 1st. but that's the deadline for applying to present at next summer's uh, national yes. conference by okay, the way so by the way sarah sarah we, we need two weeks to we need to talk about school. that by the way <laughs> yeah, yeah you got a couple of weeks to get through with school those of you who Ooh. are academic teachers uh and then you can like take one day to rest and then you can get to work on what you want to propose to present the national conference june and 1 june 1 yep june and 1 and call for posters also december 1 so yeah that'll go, that'll, that'll, that'll go out well the call will probably go out sooner than later but but the call may be already it's, be on the it's website. already out it's already the up website. there for both yeah. of those things on the website yeah and so there's a link for you to to fill out the application and submit your and and listen if you're in within the sound of my voice make sure if you're <laughs> if you're doing a paper make sure you do the paper application not the poster application or if you're just doing a poster because every once in a while usually one or once or twice a conference we get proposals in the wrong 
category sometimes and then people are kind of confused or or i offend someone by sending them a maybe the wrong email and (laughs) it's 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 a thing so so just make sure you're applying for the right thing that you think you're applying for when you apply for the thing um that's but anyway uh and ask us questions you know at any time contact us say what what should i apply for or what would be good for me as a new teacher anytime anyone wants to contact i'm happy to talk Absolutely. Carol, where can people contact you? Um, they can talk, uh, contact me at president at nats.org. Oh, that's Fantastic. to the point. I like it. Real easy. Yeah, Fantastic. Also, uh, Alan is alan at nats.org. That's it's right. the, it's the easiest. A-L-L-E-N. Uh, listen, Alan, Carol, this has been really, really awesome. Um, thank you both so much for your time, for your service to the organization. Thank you for um, having us. And uh, Vocal Fam, a couple of things. Yes, d- definitely get those uh, presentation proposals done by June 1. Um, or get yourself signed up for the virtual summer workshop by May 1 for the early bird rate. Um, a, lot <laughs> lo- a lot of deadlines. A lot of deadlines coming up. Um, but definitely for the Vocal Fry community, those paper deadlines are coming up. Also, if you're still interested in this, also the ICVT deadline will also be coming up in the coming months for Vienna 2022. That's in August. The event is in August. The the deadline is in the August. The deadline is this August. This and August. the event is next August. Right, yes. Um, so that's another one you want to be considering, Vocal Fam, if you're I just think we event. should, you know... Go to Chicago, and then maybe we can go on a cruise across the Atlantic <laughs> for the next two weeks. Ooh, then we can tour, Let's you know, do it. take the train, and then we'll be in Austria right on time. I mean, I think that sounds like a good plan, doesn't <laughs> Let's it? Let's do it. Uh, it sounds great. We're also no hoping problem. we're also hoping to have like a full relaunch. I know they're doing it online. If you're into acoustic voice pedagogy, vocal fam, um, the Ken and Ian and Chadley are doing a truncated version of the workshop this summer online, uh, June, I think, 21 to 25. Um, but I know we're hoping, so go do that and if you like online learning, or you can wait till 2022 where we're hoping to have a full, robust uh, sure. re- in-person reboot. I did that last summer, and I just loved it. It was a, a really fun and reinvigorating time for me. And I've... I've gone back, you know, and listened some. I need to go back a lot more and listen to, to before my year runs out uh, of, of access to the sessions from last summer. But it was a really great experience for me. Well, thank you. Thank you for saying that. We, uh, we, we do our best. Uh, it's good people. Ken is the best in the business. And, uh, and Ian is a genius. And so is Chadley. So they're great. Um, anyway, uh, very good vocal fam listen sarah and i are actually we were gonna take a week off next week but guess what we are gonna give you your falcon and winter soldier (laughs) full series review next week you're ready to nerd out so listen we've been giving our 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 guests in this series a break on giving us their pop culture interests that's true because we've been so focused and we wanted this series of episodes to be Mm. very much a service to the community but listen Sarah and I are going to be back at you next week with a full Bucky Falcon so review. Many feelings. 
Um, and uh, it, it'll be it'll be good because listen, we're not done. The season when I say the season is not over, we got Chadley Ballantyne coming up on the first. Mm-hmm. We've got Angelica Nair coming up uh, as a pl- now as a plural author to talk about her upcoming book mm-hmm. uh, on the eighth of May. Uh, and then we've got Lynn Helding coming on on the 22nd of May. So listen, our season is not over yet. But when we get through May, we're going to take a break. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> because Sarah and I have not really taken a break since the summer of 2019. And so we're going to really take a break this summer other than doing the Black Widow review. Other than that. And probably Loki, too. And probably a Loki Please review, some, too. You know, gotta hit our Marvel. But we're gonna take a break, vocal fam. But don't worry. Through May, there's some hard-hitting content uh, com- coming at you. And listen, to, to all of you, I know we've been, you know, thank you for Nats for the Fight the Fatigue campaign kind of all year now. But listen, vocal, the, vocal fam, if you're in the Academy, we're like two to three weeks away to dancing in the ashes of this academic year. <laughs> So stick with it. Amen. You are nearly there, um, and we, you're you're so close. You can do it. I believe in you. Um, we are almost there. So just stick with it just a little bit longer. You're nearly there. Okay, vocal fam, Alan, Carol, thank you so much. Yes, thank, thank you. you. All right, we'll be back at you next week, vocal fam. <laughs>